this is episode 321 for August 2014, and if you're a fan of the podcast and the website, I'd appreciate your support. We've got a big bill coming up in September for bandwidth costs, and I'd appreciate your support by helping us pay it. Uh, first, this is how you do it. You log on to SpidermanCrawlspace.com, look on the right-hand side for a support this site via PayPal, and you can ensure that more podcasts and website updates happen in the future. On with the show, gang. All right, Crawl Spacers, time for the review section for uh, August, and we've got JR on the line now. Welcome, JR. Well, thank you. I uh, barely made it home because I was driving through Missouri, and uh, is everyone. <laughs> And as everyone knows, that state is in flames. Uh, so uh, I had my uh, had my machine guns mounted, and uh, I was ready to go. And uh, I just barely got through. And uh, oh boy, it's uh, I like tell you, I'll take Ohio any day. I I knew that was coming. Show me the insult. I, yeah. I texted Brad earlier this earlier this week when all that crap started, and I said, "Dude, you need me to roll out there with my Punisher battle van and rescue y'all." I think the Punishers are, never mind. Uh, we've also got George, we've also got Spectacular Mike, and we've got Mr. Bailey, and we're going to review four <laughs> issues. So all the boys have one issue to review uh, each. Mr. Bailey will review Amazing Spider-Man number four. Uh, JR is going to review Amazing 1.3. Uh, we've got Superior 32. Uh, George is going to review that, and Amazing 5, uh, still a nerd, is going to do that one. So, Mr. Bailey, start us off with Amazing Spider-Man number 4. Well, this is an original Sin tie-in, um, and in a shocking uh, rarity for the Spider-Man books, the Avengers appear. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to get the snark out of the way uh, right away. No, it... Interestingly enough, it starts off with uh, Peter at work, and then he's called away to you know kind of tie the book into original sin, and then Peter tracks down the girl that we've been kind of seeing bits and pieces of over the past couple of issues, and it turns out that she was the girl that was all active spider that apparently has been kept in a basement while Ezekiel plays World of Warcraft or something. <laughs> Uh, but Ezekiel took her from her parents, kept her hidden away from Morloon, because, you know, the one thing we really needed in this life is to bring that character back, because he was so interesting the first time. So Peter tracks her down, lets her go, because he's like, Morloon's dead. Uh, she puts on a webbing costume, they kind of swing around, and they end up making out, and that's the end of the issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, short and dirty. Uh, am I? Did I miss anything important? That's Not really. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> I mean, so so. What would your grade be for it, sir? I'm actually going to give it a B minus. Uh, okay. Surprisingly, because I, I I actually like the character of Silk. Yeah. It's just everything around her I don't like. It's really kind of strange. I'm really of two minds yeah. on this issue and, and the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's go around the uh, horn. George, what would you give him for a grade? JR. C. Spec Mike. D minus. D minus. Wow. I'd give it a B. 
let, let's do the pros of the book. Bailey likes the character of Silk. Yeah, I like the character of Silk. I, I actually kind of like her costume. That was an interesting, you know, yeah. u- use of the webbing and everything. And, you know, it, it's really funny because in JMS's run, I liked Ezekiel, and I liked what he kind of represented, but I don't like Morloon, and, and it's, uh, that was really brought home during the others. But I liked the kind of dynamic between these two, and I like the fact that, you know, and, and it's, it's something we're going to learn in the next issue, they make out for a very specific reason. It's not something that's, you know, overly contrived. Uh, you know, Slot actually kind of makes it work organically uh, within the story. Uh, and, and I really liked the artwork in this issue, except I don't know, I, I really hated the way Hulk looked, uh, but I'm really picky with that character, so... But you know what was wrong with Hulk? His his mouth looks a little odd. Yeah, it's it's just you know I'm not reading Original Sin. I have no desire to read Original Sin. Uh, but bringing ha- and having it that be what gets <clears throat> Spider-Man from point A to point B is like the only good thing about having it. You know, it, it gave Slot a, a, a better excuse to finding her than just you know, uh, a series of events. So, but no, I, I liked her. Uh, I liked the beginning and those are my con- uh, pros. Not cool. because I know what con and pro means. I promise. <laughs> uh, open it up to the panel. What's some other pros of the issue? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> really? Nothing. Nobody's got anything positive to say. The art was nice. The, the costume I'm was sorry, nice. I'm sorry. Hulk's mouth wasn't pretty enough for you and Bailey. <laughs> Um, okay, JR, no pros? No, this was uh, just a, 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 a story that I just had absolutely no interest in reading. I mean, okay. Let's do cons. Uh, JR, what's a con for you? What didn't you like? Well, first of all, I, 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 I don't like. I don't like the Avengers showing up. I don't like the original Sin tie-in. I don't like that friggin' Moreland character showing up. And I don't give a rat's ass about Silk. I just okay. don't. Frig- I just don't. I mean, it's like you know, here we are, four issues in, and we're already doing a goddamn tie-in. You know, <laughs> bite me. Well, the uh, are, 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 are you more upset the shoehorning her into the origin story? Is that what you, why you don't like the the character? No, it is, it, it's like we need another spider related character. You know, yeah. we got like how many? We got what? We got Spider Woman, right? I mean, do we have any more of those things floating around? You know, we got Screwable Madam Web. You know, <laughs> we got Spider Girl, right? You know, the Spider Girl yeah. who took the real Spider Girl's name because they thought Marvel thought it would be even more popular, and then her title tanked. You know, um, yeah. you know, do we 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 need more? Well, I guess not for Jr. Uh, George, what didn't you like? What's some cons? Uh, Jr. hit on. Pretty much the stuff that I didn't like. Um, why do we? Why? Why do the Avengers need, need to keep coming back in this book? You know, uh, they don't. Um, I'm not reading Original Sin. Don't care about Original Sin. Um, so seeing it shoehorned in here for two pages because Original Sin uh, was was out of place. I mean, I'm, uh, it, it was awkward. I'm like, I don't care. Um, I don't like Silk. I don't like Silk as a character. I don't like uh, yet another thing monkeying around with the origin because that's what you do, I guess. Um, we've got we've got two books uh, messing with the origin. I don't. You've got I don't like uh, no. the the whole you know. Oh hey, look, Silk and Peter are 
you know, compelled to screw thing. You know, I mean, that's uh, it's one thing to have a Mary Sue to put another Mary Sue into the book. I, I look at Carly as Quesada's Mary Sue. I look at Silk as Slot's Mary Sue. And and sure enough, you know, immediately you put the Mary Sue in there, and then it's time to time to let them go at it like bunnies. <laughs> and, and I maintain, I've always maintained that the only story you couldn't tell with a Mary Peter Parker was him screwing some random chick. Mm-hmm. And I this this did nothing but back that up for me. This in the next issue. Um, so yeah, I, I don't like this. I, I continue to dislike the way the black uh, the black cat is is being <laughs> just. Just rolling, you know, just rolled over with a steamroller at this point. Um, yeah, it's it's not good. I didn't enjoy it. Mm. Uh, con for me, I didn't care for the more loon. He's across the universe and he feels something. I, I mean, it's comics, but that just feels. He odd. didn't feel something, Brad. He sniffed it. Oh, he sniffed. If you it, look okay. at the panel, I mean, yeah, his nose earlier. He smells her. Sniffing her across the ether of space and time. Literally, yeah, that's from a, from a different planet. Could Superman smell something from a different planet, Bailey? He's thinking. Um, I'm sorry. No. Well, depend, depends on what it, it really depends on what iteration of the character. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure going to go with age, no. I'm sure the Golden Age one could have. No, actually, it would be more the Silver Age. Golden Age one couldn't even fly. Oh, well, that's Several years into So more like the Kurt Swan kind of Superman? Yeah, I, I would say that. Okay. <laughs> but no, that was goofy as hell. I'm sorry. Any other cons? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I've have to get to get to mine. Remember how in the last podcast I was talking when we were talking about Amazing Spider-Man number three, and how in hindsight I probably should have given that a, about a C or something instead of the B minus I did, and also how I said that um, when we with that scene with um, with uh, Silk and how she was connected to Moreland, how I thought that I was that I was I was very intrigued about her character and found it fascinating. Yeah, I was a moron. Because, because, my God, this, I mean, and I said this when I was in the review, and I know I got some flack for it when I said this, but um, Cindy Moon, otherwise known as Silk, is probably one of the most blatant examples of a Mary Sue that I have ever seen. I mean, the thing is about, Car- I mean, you, you, give a definition of what a Mary Sue okay, is. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of confused myself. Okay, so typically a Mary Sue uh, character is usually that it comes from a term. I think it was um, I forgot what the, what the um, where it originates from, but it's supposed to be a very hyper idealized character, usually a female. That's usually that sometimes it's an author insert, but sometimes it's taken on kind of life of its own to for, for different like um, you know different. A different, like, you know, something like super highly, highly idealized characters characters and everything. That You know, but essentially because... And the thing about Silk, with, with Silk especially, is it isn't just the fact that, oh, here she is, she's kind of because her spider powers compel her to, you know, compel her to basically start, you know, having uh, messing around with Peter, Peter, like, at a drop of hat. It's also the fact that Everything, literally, everything she can do, everything Peter can do, she can do better. Well, except for spider strength, because, of course, she's a girl and he's a guy, so we can't have that. But, and then you got the other thing, too, is that she's also one of these chosen one characters. You know, like, because because we have Moreland, when Moreland's out there sniffing across the space and time, he calls her the spider bride, and that, oh, that she is the center of the spinner, the center of the, you know, the spinner at the center of the web. So, 
right away, I getting when I was reading this, I was going to say, oh, so she's going to be one of these guys. So that's that's going to be the whole thing. This whole Spider Verse is going to be all centered around her, and probably and and uh, she's got to be protected from the big bad Morloon as he's going around trying to kill off the other spiders and everything. So it just and the other thing is too, it's just it just got to this point where. Everything about her is just in that she doesn't really have much. I didn't think she had much of a personality thing. She just kind of goes back and forth. Like, oh, sometimes she's sometimes she's all oh happy to be out and she's overjoyed with powers. Then she's sad because the fact that oh I never had the experience. I never got the joys of life. Then she's mad at Peter because um, oh you you why'd you let me out and everything. And that's the other thing. Peter was I don't know if you, the thing about Peter in this thing. I understand that he's you know he's just finding out about her. And wants to kind of, you know, wants to free her and everything. But the moment where he gets, when he finds that monitor and there's Ezekiel, is like, hey, Peter, there's something I have to tell you about her. And then he, like, breaks it. And you're just like, you know. Well, in defense of Peter, I wouldn't listen to Ezekiel either. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, but it just got to the it just got to the point where it just felt like that she just felt like just like, yeah, it was just like a, this hyper idealized character that got brought in and just feel and just oh be and because it you know and especially and especially once we get into five <laughs> yeah so that's pretty much my you know my what i have to say about that so right any other comments before we go wrap it up this whole thing is handled with the subtlety of a claw hammer through the teeth yeah i mean <laughs> i thought i mean seriously i thought that you know you i didn't think anyone was going to knock carly cooper off of the uh, mount mary sue thing but you know but still, Silk is doing it. Oh yeah, she yeah. is. I mean, wow. after her first appearance, and you know, but it's like it's it's like a sped up version of Carly Cooper. Mm-hmm. Because it took him a long time to go from Carly's perfect, Carly's perfect to him boinking her. Oh yeah. But with Silk, we do it in like, Silk, like it's like, like it's like oh right, it's like immediately yeah yeah and I, yeah I know it's, wow. it's supposedly there's an in story reason like oh my sp- our spider powers are compelling us to start mating yeah but, that was. <laughs> It was the stupidest thing about it, man. I was like, oh, I, just, I did. I just rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, come on. Stop. Stop. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next book, our second book out of four, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1.3, Learning to Crawl by Mr. Slot and Mr. Perez. JR, you've got this one. Take us, take us there. Yes, lucky me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, once again, we start out with this loser, you know, uh, Clayton Cole, who is Clash, and who probably, who, you know, being forced down our throat, a guy who didn't exist in the original continuity, and and now he's all over the place. Well, he's he's trying. Of course, if you recall in 1.2, you know, he paid Spider-Man to try to do a video with him, and so he'd beat Spider-Man, and he'd look really good. And and of course, Spider-Man just felt this was all kind of creepy stalkerish and uh, blew him off. And of course, this kid didn't have any sense and didn't realize that he was being creepy and stalkerish. Uh, so that was his supervillain origin. You know, I've been dissed, uh, and uh, so now he's you know he's he's trying to he's editing the video, trying to make himself look good. He realizes there's absolutely nothing he can do to make himself look good. And now his hatred of Spider-Man is now amplified. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, uh, you know, that's it. That, that, that makes a good motivation right there, you know. Stupid teenager, stupid motivation, stupid self-indulgence. Yeah, right, I'm going to read more of this bullshit. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Peter comes home, and Aunt May, of course, you know, as, as we all know from the last issue, uh, dipshit. Shit, old Aunt May looked out. Uh, went to, 
<laughs> went to Peter's room and saw that Peter was gone and thought, you know, now she had figured it all out. Peter gets home and Aunt May says, you know, I realize what's happening now. You know, you're selling drugs, aren't you? Because look at all this money I'm finding and look at all these chemicals. And, you know, you're the, you know, you're the meth king of Forest Hills, aren't you? And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, of course, the money is, is what he got from that loser Clayton or whatever. So and then, of course, the chemicals is, uh, you know, him doing the, the working on his webbing and, uh, you know, so. You know, he so you know he tells the old Betty these stories, and she buys it because she's not very damn smart. Um, then you know we go to uh, back to Midtown High, and there's Clayton again. You know, well, we haven't really seen enough of him, and he decides he's going to enter the science fair too. And then, boys and girls, this is where you get out your uh, issue of Amazing Spider-Man number two. Uh, and uh, cross-reference it with this because some of the panels are exactly the same. You know, Peter says, hmm, boy, you know, I really can't bring my old sticky things to uh, enter the science fair. Um, because... <laughs> 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 well, what, what? <laughs> I'd be arrested just like Pee Wee Herman. Uh, oh, but, hey. Oh. Hey, hi But uh but so he says, Oh, I you know, I, I need to make some money and oh I know what, I'll take pictures because after all he sees Flash and uh, everybody going to hey J. Jonah A. Jameson also is uh, offering money for pictures of the vulture. So um Anyway, so this is where Peter gets Uncle Ben's old camera, and he goes out and he takes pictures of the vulture, and the vulture knocks him for a loop, and then he says, oh, I, you know, I better invent an ag- anti-magnetic inverter, because after all, he flew by me and didn't make a sound, so, oh my God, I'm running out of breath. Uh, anyway, you know, he takes pictures, Jonah says, oh, these are great. Uh, let's see here, we go to the science fair. Peter decides to enter the anti-magnetic inverter. Uh, Clayton shows up as Clash to demonstrate his sonic powers. He and Peter changes to Spider-Man. They fight. He turns on the anti-magnetic inverter. He uh, takes away Clash's powers. And, of course, during the fight, Aunt May is there at the science fair as well. She comes to the conclusion that both Spider-Man and Clash are utter, just complete and total freaks and monsters. Uh, Peter goes, you know, Peter goes home with, with Aunt May and Aunt May just is ragging on Spider-Man and saying, oh, he's a menace, whoever raised him, whatever they are, wherever they are right now, I pity them, they must feel so ashamed. Peter goes, oh no, what can I do? I've let you down, Uncle Ben, and now Aunt May too. Wah, wah. (laughs) The friggin' end until next issue. I'm gathering from the sarcasm, not a fan. Well, you know, it, it's like it's like George said last time. This was a series no one was asking for, mm-hmm. and there's nothing that said, "Oh." It, every once in a while, you read something and you go, "Oh, you know what? I was completely wrong about that. That really did work. That really is a good idea." Three issues of this, nothing, nothing about it has justified its existence. Right. D plus. D plus, uh, George. What would you give it? Um, I actually, I gave this one a uh, a B. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and only because, well, here, no, oh, here, hold on, hold on, let's go around the horn before you start doing your pros. Uh, and Mr. Bailey, what's your grade? Um, C minus. Yeah. And Spec Mike, C plus. I'll also give it a C. George, go ahead. What, what was really the only reason I'm giving it a, a a B was just because of the uh, the fight scene. I enjoyed the fight scene. 
Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it in a way that I didn't think that I would. It was the first time in this entire exercise, this one point whatever. Which I mean, overall, I'm I'm still exactly as I, as Jr. said. I'm like, why did we even need this? We don't. Uh, the the thing about the fight scene and the holding up something heavy scene, it just kind of takes away from thirty three, doesn't it? Thirty two, thirty three. Yeah, but do you think you think Slot cares? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I guess like not. Say, hey, it's selling. He wants to beat Stanley and Ditko to the punch, doesn't he? Yeah. So yeah. it's just you know, I mean, but I I did like I mean, Clash is at least interesting in the way his powers work. I mean, mm-hmm. from from that standpoint, and yeah. so that was something to enjoy. But I mean, other other than that, I mean, I thought this was this was better written than um, than uh, ASM four or five. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I it's weird for me. It's like. Slot does better work for for a younger Peter when he's monkeying with the origin with younger Peter, or when he's writing for Doctor Octopus as um, as as Spider Man as Superior, than he can for Peter Parker. Um, it's it, this is you know, and I'll catch heat for this, but I don't really care. Um, it, it keeps lending myself to the fact that most of this is based on fan fiction that Slot had written at one point. I, I think all of Slot's ideas and whatnot that he's had written down in his notebook, I think that was basically just a form of fan fiction that he's modifying for to adapt into Spider-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of that shows through. But the stronger stuff is the stuff that he doesn't write for the Peter of today. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I mean, I, I only li- I mean, I, I did enjoy the fight in this, but overall, I don't really see the need for this series at all. I just don't, and I, yeah. and I don't like people monkeying with the origin. But again, it's a conceit that writers cannot get past; they have to monkey with the origin. Well, he's monkeying in the the origin on two different timelines. He's monkeying with the origin in the modern day books with uh, the Silk character, mm-hmm. and now in the beginning of the origin mm-hmm. with uh, this character. A lot of so you know, I mean, a lot of writers can do it, but a lot of writers can do it, but you're going to get varying degrees. Frank Miller did a little bit of the uh, monkeying of the origin with Daredevil. Yeah, doesn't it just but seem it, odd that he's, he's monkeying it with the origin twice? Well. No, it, within, I mean, it, within the same month, it, 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 would, it, would, it would seem weird for any other writer. But this is Slot, okay. And I don't think Slot really cares. And I think Slot, it's amazing to me. I think Slot thinks that he knows way more than he does about the character. Mm-hmm. But he, you'll never be able to convince him of that. Right. Let's go around for pros. You said the, you like the fight scene. Any other pros, gang? Uh, I think the um, Perez's artwork uh, is actually quite good. I mean, he like I think I think we said it that mentioned on this before, but he really kind of but if you wanted to kind of I mean, he's intentionally trying to capture that's kind of the Steve Ditko vibe with it. And I think he does I that I think he does it very well, especially it's with his layouts. The, it's the way he oh, yeah. the panels out. Especially yeah. the, especially when during the fight with when he's fight when the Spidey's fighting with Clash, where they have that those concentric circles of mm-hmm. the sound blast and everything and then the little different colors and stuff and then sometimes it has like that was actually, you know, that's very you know, kind of a Dickoist kind of vibe thing, yeah. almost kind of like, you know. But yeah, those those were those were actually good. And also, I think I and the thing is, I do kind of like the compare and contrast between uh, Peter and uh, Clayton here, and trying trying to show their similarities and differences. I think that was. I think it's if anything, that's what's working. I think to me, working out really well with this with this whole series is trying to show that you know that these two are kind of uh, almost two sides of the same coin a little bit with the you know. Although it's maybe it's I mean you know but I think that to me that that that's what's working about this series more more than anything. But. Sounds like you you're the 
one person that likes it more than the others. Yeah, because I think I usually kind yeah. of like the um, – because I've always kind of liked this um, – the idea of taking this um, – I mean, the, almost – because it does kind of – trying to take that untold story vibe because you can. Because if you look back at those early issues – of those early Stanley and Steve Ditko's issues, there was always that – you know, because, I mean, they were – if you – if you realize it, they, they, they were they were they were operating in real time. It wasn't like today where you have like this compressed time thing. Like so, when when a month goes by, a month actually goes by in the comic. So there's an it allows for more room for different Spider-Man stories to be told during that period. And I think that's kind of so that's always kind of what's what fascinates about this kind of Dan Slot trying to take on this area and trying to kind of try to fill in the little of these little narrative gaps. But for the, yeah. But well, Mr. Bailey and Mr. Bailey and pros. Not really. Uh, no, I'm, I'm being kind of quiet because yeah. uh, the only reason I'm reading this book is because I'm on the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, I really, I mean, you would have dropped it. Yeah. I mean, for somebody who is just coming into this, you know, reading Spider-Man books, this is probably kind of an interesting book to read. Uh, but you know, if you've been around the block a few times and you've seen people play with the, you know, trying to fit in between the original issues and do it a lot better, like Kurt Busiek did. Yeah. Um, yep. It, it's just like, well, what's the point? The point is to sell more product. And I get that. I understand that. I respect that. You know, they want to make money off of Spider-Man because they're not doing it from the movies because they don't have the rights at this point to do that. But I just... I, I just... The, I'll get to it with my cons, but I, I really don't have any pros. You know, okay. Brad, I will say, just real quick, yeah. as a final pro, for the first time, Slot did manage to make me feel some measure of sympathy for Clash, like with his parents. Mm-hmm. You know, when his parents yeah. were like, well, we expected you to win. You know, I was like, oh, damn, okay, that's, that's, that's success. <laughs> you know, I actually kind of felt bad for him. I was like, oh, poor dude, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Any other comments on this issue before we move on? Uh, are, we, are we going into cons now? Oh, I thought we already did cons. <laughs> no, we haven't done cons yet, Brad. I okay, hit me with some cons, sir. Okay, the alternative title to this story should have been Why Aunt May Hates That Awful Icky Spider-Man. And I'm sorry, do we really... This was the one time where it just felt this this story in particular. I, even, though as, even though I've been liking kind of the series and more than you guys, this was the one time where it felt really superfluous. Because it, it was uh, it was overdone. Yeah, because I mean, it's always kind of been understood that Aunt May, you know, kind of uh, doesn't like Spider Man because he thinks he looks creepy because he looks like us because she finds spiders creepy and then, and believes everything she reads in the Daily Bugle about Spider Man. So that was kind of enough. No, here we have to get this whole story about oh how she was caught in the middle of this fight between spy, between. Means fighting and clash, and now that oh gosh, they're both monsters and everything. But yet at the same time, and by the way, that whole thing, her reaction there, saying that oh it's it's actually oh Spidey, you know nothing would have happened if Spidey hadn't interfered. Yeah, that's actually correct because he's because Spidey's a guy who throws the first kick in this thing because he's mm-hmm. you know because because he's sitting there and as Clash is arriving there and everything like this, and his fire sense is going off. Oh, they must be in trouble. Well, Clash is not actually threatening anybody. He's just showing there because he's trying to impress that uh, that girl there and everything like you know hey check out my groovy boombox tunes and <laughs> and so but um, <laughs> but yeah so then Spidey kind of throws the first punch and that's when things escalate and yeah. but yet at the same time 
Slot portrays Aunt May as sort of the, you know, the senile old bat that she's been so you know, stereotypically portrayed. Like, like the fact, like the whole thing, like she thinks that Peter is, uh, you know, Walter White from Breaking Bad, like in the beginning, like oh, with finding the yeah, with what the, like oh, like you know, or the fact where she assumes that Peter is going out with the uh, one of the people from the AV Club and everything, starts all that stuff. So he's trying to have it both ways with her, and it just felt like you know. And it seems kind of a shame because if you look at something like, for instance, uh, J. Michael Straczynski when he was doing it, and he had and kind of made Aunt May not a caricature but an actual human come across like an actual character character and a human being and everything, and it just seems really dis- disappointing that this is just re- this 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 comic is just reinforcing these oh that she's the kind of the senile oh fuddy duddy thing that doesn't really know what's going on. But so mm-hmm. okay, any other cons? I think we kind of went over it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the next issue. We're going back to a title that we thought ended, but we were <laughs> mistaken. Superior uh, Spider-Man number 32, right. starting off the Spider-Verse with George. Uh, we've got uh, Dan Slott is doing the plot, Christos Gage <clears throat> is doing the script, and Giuseppe Camancoli on pencils. Yeah, and this, uh, you know, it, it's a return back to uh, stuff that people actually liked. Uh, at least as far as this podcast goes. Remember, we all ha- had a lot of positive things to say about Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so basically, there's there's two stories in here. And the first story, it picks up from uh, Superior number 19 when uh, Otto disappeared uh, at Horizon into the time stream. Remember? And then Spidey 2099 appeared yeah. in his place. Took, took place in a couple panels. Right. And that's why we now have Spidey 2099 in our timeline. Um and we should all be thankful for that. Because <laughs> um, Peter David's knocking it out of the park. I know he Please is. pick up Spider-Man 2099. Great book. Spider- yeah, if you're not reading Spidey 2099 right now, you're missing out. It's really, really, really good. I ha- has the second issue come out? I yeah, yes, it has. First. It, it has. Was it just as good as the second? It was. Or as the first time? It was. It was better. Yeah, it was It was. Oh, really good. good. Nice. So, uh, back to Superior Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we find out what happened, because Otto did come back... With, it was uh, Superior 19. Auto came back a uh, little bit later in the issue, not in Horizon Labs. Um, so, and, but he didn't have any recollection of what happened. Well, now we're learning what happened. Uh, and he wound up in 2099. Uh, he got to meet um, uh, Gabe, who is uh, Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099's brother. Um, met up with him, and it was clear, you know, Gabe's like, well, you should remember me, I've met you, and then, you know, Otto's like, well, I, I got rid of Peter's memory, so I have no idea who this Joker is. Um, but Otto basically winds up waging a one-man war against Alchemex to recover Stark uh, Fujikawa tech that's going to teleport him through time back to the regular Marvel Universe, as some people call it, the 616 Universe. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he begins to get sidetracked through. Oh, I did. I did like it. At one point, they show him fighting different Alchemex people, and at one point, they show him fighting that bounty hunter venture. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> now, now, the, which one is Justice from the New Universe? Is that him? Justice from the New Universe. Yeah, New Warriors. You mean? No, no. The Peter oh. David New Universe. Uh, Remember the new universe uh, with Starbrand yeah, and Nightmare? Oh, 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 I didn't get oh, that any, one. any of that. No, okay. I, didn't. I never read well, a, a bit of that. I, don't. I, I think Justice is that character, the uh, Venture, is that his name? Yeah. I think Peter Davis revealed that that's him. The bounty hunter from Spider-Man 2099? Yeah, the guy, looks like, yeah, I, the guy I, looks like he wears a cowboy outfit? Right, right, right. I think that's Justice. 
Because Peter David wrote Justice back in the New Universe. Wow. I think that's him. I could be wrong, but I think that's him. No, he, oh, I mean, he, he appeared in Spider-Man 2099, like in the original run, I think like in exactly. the second issue or third issue. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it was fun to see him back regardless. I don't know if he's a character that came over from, from the New Universe or not. Um, but, uh, oh, I got sidetracked now. Where was I? Oh, okay, so no. So Otto tries to use he, – he gets the tech. He, makes, he builds the machine. He tries to go back into the past, but he winds up going into an alternate reality, as you, as you do in the Marvel Universe. When you start time jumping, you don't always come back sometimes. Uh, ask, ask the Fantastic Four. They, that happens every other month for them. So he starts to go in, into alternate realities. He winds up uh, in one, uh, which is the, the alternate reality, I think from a what-if, uh, where um, Spidey joined the FF. Yeah, that was the very first issue of What If, by the way. Yeah, and and Sue's not with them, I think, because in that timeline, I think Sue left. Yeah, she she went off and married Namor. Yeah. yeah, and so Spidey's got a five on his chest, which is weird. Um, but he's dead. I mean, he's laying there with the bodies of Reed Richards and the Thing and the Human Torch. And so Otto's like, okay, well, if something just killed all of these people, including Peter Parker. You know, something something very bad got a hold of them, and so uh, I need to be concerned. So he eventually goes into other timelines, one of them the House of M timeline, and in that timeline, that Peter's apparently dead now. Uh, he went into uh, the back in the civil in a different alternate timeline for Civil War, and Iron Spider Peter is dead now. What was the third one where he's like wearing the the ar- I remember the armor for I think it was like Web of Spider Man. Uh, Web that 100, be, yeah. I'm, well, I'm guessing, I mean, this is just, this is my own pet theory, but I'm thinking that's the Spider-Man from the from the last two, one of the Spider-Man from the last two episodes of the, ni- the 1990s cartoon. You know, the jerk Spider-Man that had his own company and everything like this. Wow, so they oh, killed God. off the 1990s Spidey cartoon? Well, no, well, one of the one of the alternate Spideys from that, maybe. Okay. So, yeah. Who knows? I, I, I didn't get who that's from. So, yeah. um, so basically, you know, he... he Finally manages to he, – he goes back to 2099 and does some science. As Otto Octavius is wont to do, to find yeah. a way to track down who the killer is. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, obviously this is bad. I have to stop this. And so he starts saving other Spider-Men from alternate reality timelines. And you see him. He finally uh, – Enters the timeline for uh, the Indian Spider-Man, uh, Pavitar Prabhakar. I think that's how you say it. What book was that in? Spider-Man India. It. it was yeah. actually a series. It was actually I its own not. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody read that one? I didn't. Uh, I didn't. No, if I, I just read it. I've only I recognize it because it looks like Spidey kind of had a kid with Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. By, by the way, real quick, I was incorrect. That adventure character is not Justice in the Spider-Man 29 book. According to the Justice Wikipedia page, Peter David introduced Net Profit, a.k.a. the Prophet of Thor, and that was Justice in ah, the, the okay. book. So I, I stand corrected. All right. Go ahead. So um, he runs up in the Indian Spider-Man. Uh, who's who's trying to save civilians while while being attacked? He finally sees the attacker. Now, when I first read this, I assumed that it was Morlin who'd gone through a costume change, and suddenly he's wearing a diving bell helmet and he's got a Colonel Sanders tie, <laughs> which is which is weird because from now on, even though I don't think this, is, I'm starting to wonder if this is Morlin or not. Because yeah, it's different really, from it's, how he was when when he looked in ASM, and I think the solicitation even called him something different. Yeah, they call he call he's called Karn. 
in the next in the solicitation for the okay, next. Okay, but he's kind of a dandy like Trelane from the original Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the Squire why, of Gotham. Why Squire you know, you'll appreciate that. Do you appreciate that, George? I mean, Jr. That was good. Oh yeah, I'm. Uh... I like <laughs> Trelane. Was, Trelane was a Q. Well, we yeah, don't have that fact, yeah. though, I don't think. Avenged, well, actually, yeah. there was a Star Trek novel that kind of established that. that there Look was... at Mike. Bring out the nerd. I love it. All right, go ahead, George. Sorry. Um, so he's the one that's running. He's got a diving bell helmet or what looks like a diving bell helmet, the Colonel Sanders bow tie, some sort of late 18th century, early 19th century garb. Um, oh, and an, some kind of energy harpoon or trident minus one. Yeah, very steampunk I don't know. kind of thing. Yeah, it's weird. And so this is the thing going around killing spider people and apparently other Marvel heroes. So um, Otto helps Indian Spider-Man get away from this guy and jumps him into, I guess, some sort of pocket dimension safe house. I don't know exactly what this thing was. I don't know if he takes him back to 2099 or what. Spider Clubhouse. Yeah, Spider Clubhouse. And inside there you found out that he's already been saving other Spider-Men, including the Spider-Chimp, who I don't like. I'm like, why isn't it Spider-Ham? Why can't we already – why can't we get Peter is, Porker into this now? Now. Is, is that from Marvel Apes? Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. I, which was stupid. I, I never liked it because I was like, didn't we just do this with DC when, J, when they did JL Apes? Didn't we just – Marvel Apes happened like like a couple of years after that, I think. And you also have Spider-Man Noir who's awesome. Yeah, Spider-Man Noir is there. you got Spider-Chimp and also the Spider-Doppelganger from the Infinity Crusade. No, was, actually, that is not the Spider – that is actually not, Man-Spider from the Mutant X. Oh, remember good the, God, man. So that was, a, that was actually – which was a series where, you know, where Havoc was uh, sent to an alternate dimension engine and something. And so – there was a character really? called Man Spider, which oh, is Spider Man, okay. who did, who had the six arms, who didn't. Okay, get so through. you got a Spider Man from some other crap I didn't give a care, you know, I didn't care about. Okay, you've got, yeah. you've got the Mark Miller Spider. Yeah, Spider. Ashley Barton from Wolverine, Old Man and Logan. Yeah, and okay, so oh, that's a good thing because that ties us into the second story. The second story, they they focus on one of these alternate reality Spider Spider guys. From from a what if? Yeah, yeah. this is from another what if. Okay, I, I couldn't remember no, what this yeah. guy was from, but he turned his back on living in New York, and he turned his back on Aunt May and Mary Jane, presumably presumably to protect them. Then winds up, I guess, taking becoming a Wolverine student, kind of like uh, Bruce Wayne and Ra's al Ghul and Batman Begins, and yeah. and I guess he becomes basically a, a vigilante killer along with Wolverine. Yeah, he's actually becomes yeah. a mercenary essentially. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so you see uh, this. Whoever this guy is, the bad guy, fighting uh, Spider-Man and Wolverine, and, and right off the bat he kills Logan because you know you have to establish <laughs> that there's a, this dude's a badass. They could have thrown anybody in there. They could have thrown Hulk in there. They could have thrown Wolverine. Anybody. <laughs> you know, it's, it, this is what you do. Oh, look how bad he is. He just killed this u- ultimate badass in this universe. OMFG. You know, <laughs> and that I always roll my eyes when that kind of crap happens. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, right. comics. Huh? Comics. Because comics, right? Yeah, so he kills Wolverine, <laughs> and then uh, and then Otto shows up just in time to uh, save him as well. He even at one point the, this guy, this Spider-Man, even knocks out his girlfriend who's a cop. And I'm like, why does this guy have a girlfriend? If he left New York, if he left his girlfriend to protect his girlfriend, why does he have another girlfriend? <laughs> it's uh, I, it's been years since I read that What If, but I remember liking it quite a bit because comics. I, well, I guess he leaves one girlfriend to protect her and then gets another. I don't. Well, I don't the, remember girl, the origin the, of the girl. The girl. Friend, it actually this of the I guess the character. If you remember reading the uh, Spider-Man versus Wolverine, that's supposed yeah. to be the sister of Charlie who was killed in that in that story. 
Who's Charlie? Charlie yeah. was the one. Yeah, Charlie yeah, was Wolverine's lover or something at one point, and then Spidey accidentally oh, kills her or something. So, I'm out. Man, it's been a long damn time. Oh, wow. yeah. Well, I'd originally meant this to be a lot faster than I wound up, than I wound up in, but um, <laughs> that's all right. What, what, what's your grades for? It, um, you, you want me to do my pros and my cons first, or is my grade? No, no, we're gonna do grades. Right. Go around. Uh, the my grade for this was a, was a B. Okay, uh, Mike Bailey. Uh, B plus. A JR. B minus. And still a nerd. B B plus. I'll give it a B plus also. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do pros. What did you guys like about it? It was George. Start first. Go ahead. Um, well, as, like I said earlier in the review section, Dan Slott really excels when he's writing Doctor Octopus. Mm-hmm. Yep, he yep. really does. the The narration, the tone of the character, he gets one hundred percent correct. Yep. Yep. And and he gets it one hundred percent in a way that's believable that a villain could try to be a good guy. It is the strongest writing he has ever done, in my opinion, in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least his career for Marvel. How about that? Um, yeah, better, better than the Human Torch Spidey. Yes, yes. Oh, I, really? I would, I would right. say that, and I did enjoy that. You know, before before yeah. he started on his regular Spider-Man run, and then I was like, "Ooh, we got some Houston. Houston, we have a problem." But uh, <laughs> he really excels best at writing Otto. At this point, I almost don't. I almost don't want Doctor Octopus to come back in his normal form. I, I would rather this spin off into its own title, have Slot go write that, and then have someone else come in new to write ASM. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would continue to buy Superior. I really, I really would. I enjoy it when Dan Slott writes the Superior Spider-Man. There you go. Let's do some other pros from the gang. Jr., were you getting ready to talk? I thought you started. No, I, I wasn't. Okay, okay, go ahead. What, what's your, some of your pros though from the book? Well, uh, I, I got to confess, like I've always said, I've always been a sucker for parallel universe stories. And, yep, you got uh, one here. Exactly. And uh, I agree with George. I mean, Superior Spider-Man is just—it's a fun character to read. It's just a fun character to read. Yeah. Uh, where you know he's, you know he's he's trying to be a hero, but he you know he's but he's still the bad guy, and he still talks like a bad guy, and that and that's fun. So <coughs> those are my pros. Yeah, Mr. Bailey, what's your pros out of that book? It was fun. I agree. That, that was my main enjoyment out of it is, uh, you know, I didn't get all the references because I haven't read those what ifs or, you know, alternate, you know, or different takes on Spider-Man. I just like the idea, you know, when they announced this idea, I was actually kind of on board with it because it just sounded like an interesting, fun way to do a book. Uh, this is a good introductory uh, issue. And I, uh, I got to agree with George. I really like slot writing Otto as Spider-Man. Yeah. As a spider nerd as we all are, it's nice to see all these various realities mm-hmm. come together. That's one of the things I like most about uh, Shattered Dimensions, the video game. Mm-hmm. There were four different, four of my favorite Spider-Men, uh, and it's just Bill fun. Bill Spider-Man? Uh, Bill Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other pros? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of go go agree with the consensus here. I mean, just I, yeah. I was just surprised about how how much I actually kind of enjoyed this thing, and especially Me the too. fact, especially when after when when uh, when uh, Spock he's he raids like Alchemex and they uh, the uh, and Stark Fujikama, and he just like oh you know he just kind of starts bad mouthing their technology and everything like this, and you know yeah. escaping in the truck. <laughs> driving down the, I mean, it's just like that was to me. That was like that. Is, you know, it, it it kind of reminds. I mean, he really slot really gets like he said. We said it. Uh, slot really gets auto here and just gets his voice down and stuff. Which is in the, and also the point I like the also the other scene where where um 
where um, he's talking where he first meets Gabe, and then he's like, and then when Gabe tells him like he says, "You're Spider, you're that Spider-Man from the heroic age, Peter something, right?" And Spock's like, "I find it disturbing that you know that name," and I just love that yeah. thing. So it was just- another pro I had. I, I just realized it, when he, or he changed uh, Lila into Anna Maria. Oh yeah, well, was, I. Yeah. That was kind of that was a little on the creepy side. I thought it was just. Oh, I liked it. I mean, it's, it, it makes sense why he would. It yeah. Kind of as a little. It's just kind of a. You know, that's kind of well. I mean, then again, it's Doc Ock, so he kind of always kind of was always kind of a weird. You know. I liked her trying to change the just a little bit shorter. Yeah. I don't know that's. Yeah, I thought that was a little clever. You know, although it's kind of, Go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. No, 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 go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was going to start on something. I was just, I just thought I find it weird that it was kind of went for, it was kind of one of my things where in the reviews, like, so his old the wrist device is like color coded so it can like it distinguishes boy holograms from girl holograms, but <laughs> with it, what turns it or turns her pink. So I was thought, you know, but I just that's fine. <laughs> uh, any cons from the issue? Um, actually, it was. I mean, it's probably it was actually right around. When actually, um, when uh, when Otto was jumping through the different parallel universes, that's where it kind of started to lose me a little bit, and especially mm-hmm. when you had that that Karn guy showed up because you're not really sure exact because you're now we've been kind of been sold on this thing that that oh maybe that Moreland is the big bad of this of Spider Verse, but then this Karn guy shows up and which right. he doesn't even get named in this issue, and you're not even sure okay who is he where is he coming from. Why? What is his motive for go killing Spider Man? Yeah, we have no motives. Yeah, for this guy. Just, and he's yeah. like, is he Moreland from? A, is he Moreland in a different skies? Somebody on the on the, one of the boards suggests maybe this is an alternate Peter Parker, and he's trying to kill off the other alternate Peters mm-hmm. to try to starve Moreland out. But Possibly. yeah, but we don't. Which I think would be kind of cool if that was the case, but. We don't really kind of know who <clears throat> this guy is or what why he's doing it and stuff. And it's also it just. And I think it just seems like it's just it just kind of felt like that's where it and it also kind of kind of reestablished in my mind that this seems like to be more of an excuse to try to kill off all these different ex well, who Marvel deems as their these excessive Spider Man um, mm-hmm. and women because there was that one special from um, that free comic book day which they had from which they showed the Spider Man from Marvel or from Marvel sixteen oh two which got killed off. So in here we this comic yeah. we have like about four different guys get killed and stuff. And considering how what happened with Doc Ock returned back from where from 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 this period like in in, in Superior nineteen, I'm kind of thinking that that group he's collected is not you know you might as well start saying goodbye to him right now because you know. Oh, I, probably not. I hope not noir. Not probably not. Maybe not noir because I mean, that, I mean that yeah. would that would kind of suck that they just all try to. And I, they try to and I like the the what if uh, vigilante a lot too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, is it refresh me? Uh, the the Mark Miller Spider Woman is the daughter of Peter and no no who? No, no, no 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 no. She's actually the granddaughter okay. of Peter and his quote third wife. <laughs> oh and, man, Mark and, and, and is actually and is actually the daughter of Hawkeye and Spidey's daughter from that third marriage. So Hawkeye knocked up Peter's daughter at one point. Yes. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, I do. I do remember that. Yeah, I remember. Of course, you guys know what her what her alternate name is. 
No, I forget it. It's uh, been a long time. Sorry. Well, are, are, am I allowed to say? Am I allowed to say the B word on the podcast? Sure, you can say the B word. Spider bitch. Spider is that her name in yes, the book? That's her name in the book. Spider bitch. Wow. Yeah, so they have to. So I'm sure they're going to have to. That sounds a lot like Mark Millar. Like Mark Millar. Can we can we yeah. think of a theme song? Spider bitch. Spider bitch. Yeah, I mean this 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 um, because yeah. So obviously they're probably going to have to call her Spider Girl. Like I hope not. In, in, in this miniseries again. <laughs> hey so, Brad, May Parker's going to be ticked on that. Hey Brad, yeah. I got I got two quick things. All right. Number one. The fact that this dude is uh, the bad guy in this, I don't know if he's Moreland or Karn or whoever, is wearing uh, that Colonel Sanders bow tie. <laughs> From now on, anytime I read his dialogue, I'm going to hear in my head Michael Bailey doing the Green Goblin from the Spider-Man musical. <laughs> Go ahead, Bailey. That's my cue. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> he's just No, no I'm, I'm trying to think of the lyrics now because I really like that song. <laughs> All the weirdos in the world. Yeah, that's it. Yep. <laughs> Hello, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's more the electric mayhem. More like actually. 75. More like. I'll be rolling, baby, rolling. God, I love that song. So anytime I hear that guy talk now, I'm going to hear Bailey doing <laughs> the Green Goblin. It, it's kind of like you know, like like a like a like a like like. Hello, sir. How are you doing this evening? It's kind of like Foghorn Leghorn and uh, Colonel Sanders had a kid together in a really weird and unholy natural type of union. <laughs> That's what I'm going to hear now whenever this guy talks. Have mercy. All right, so I want some, I want some chicken. So I I had KFC original recipe earlier today before the podcast started, and I ate it, and it was dirty. I got obscene up in here. <laughs> I went on the cob. I, I I had me a I I went and got a, a four piece. Man, and I had all right. on the cob with it, and I had some slaw. All right. Anyway, all right. okay. Now, my second point. Your se- oh, you had three, didn't no, you? No, I said I had two. Okay. But my second point: Who am I alone when I say that if they were to continue Doctor Octopus in this as superior somehow were to spin this off into its on ongoing series, I would read it. Am I alone in that? No, I'd read it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's, it was all like hotcakes, actually. Yeah. Bailey? No, I agree. No, totally. JR? I don't know. It depends. It takes a lot for JR to buy a book that doesn't say amazing on I'm it. Not even, I'm not even all that. I'm not in, in a hurry up for Otto to get back to where he was at this point. I'm like, I, I'm, I enjoy it when they do this. Yeah. So I, I would like to see more of it, maybe like in the, you know, like stories that happened in between or something like that. I would like yeah. it to see if they revisited it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. We've got one last book for this episode. It's Amazing Spider-Man number five, and Spectacular Mike, you've got this one. Happy thoughts. Happy <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> oh. By the way, I'll, I'll, I'll do full disclosure. Uh, I read this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> Oh, I, I I started the live caller show and I'm like, oh crap! I didn't read Amazing Five as as we were recording this episode. I have since read the whole issue, so I am caught up. Okay, and did he have a lot of sex? Oh man. <laughs> okay. Well, go, okay. well, give, give well, well I'm going to happen. Well, okay. So let's let, well, I'm going to go ahead. Well, you know, so we've been following this whole thing with Black Cat and. How um, you know she wants to get revenge on Spider-Man because, as you all know, she's now a laughing stock to the criminal underworld, and you know just you know she you know just wants to get her street cred back. Well, 
she decided. Well, she she looked over at uh, she was thinking she looked over at Gotham City and thought, hmm, that Selena Kyle person, you know, she's a, you know she's become a crime boss, and she's a cat person just like me. By golly gee whiz, I'll become a crime boss too. So she decides to go. So she raids the um, the eel. I guess what the eel, you know, because he's now because yeah, he now the eel now owns his own casino. You know, so kind of like kind of like the penguin. Yeah, he like owns his own casino now. So so she shows up there and she slings out, and of course she she starts slinging out more uh, bad puns than we can in our, on our average podcast. So <laughs> I don't know. So, Brad Douglas can do a lot. Yeah, well, do, have you seen the amount of puns that she that Black Cat throws in this? What, what's a couple of the puns in the issue? Oh, let's see. Like, well, for instance, we got the name of the club itself is called the uh, what is it? The Slip and Slide. Yeah, the slip. Yeah, the, no, the slide away because it's the eel, right? And oh, okay. where she shows nice. up, and, where she shows up, and she spins a wheel, and she goes, "Oh, lucky thirteen! Oh, thirteen, my lucky number! What are the odds?" Or, yeah. or she goes to the fact that um, if you're smart, eel, you'll slip away. <laughs> uh, and then, or or the fact that, or you got the other. Does thing. that take you out of it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's and then okay. I, I don't mind it. Per I know se, you don't mind it. You live it. Some, <laughs> some, <laughs> and, some people it bothers. And this is like in the first three pages, like she. And then, oh yeah, and yeah. don't you know, I'm Electro shows up because, by the way, we have to have our um, uh, Amazing Spider-Man two time because every time Electro shows up in a room in this comic, he's wearing his hoodie. Not the like, not except for like one scene, but yeah. He wears his, you know, so he shows up and he's, yeah. you know, and he starts, and Felicia's ordering, you know, Electro to start, you know, killing these guys. And so, right. and so I think later on, she uh, brings the eel over to the, um, to um, Mr. Negative. Oh, and uh, Phil Yurick, he's now calling himself the Goblin King because, you know, because he's basically surviving. So she, so Felicia's there and she's going to say, oh, I'm going to do what you guys have and I'm going to take down Spider-Man and I'm going to become a crime boss just like you guys. So... Anywho, back on the uh, we go back to the set of Spider-Man Triple uh, X Part Two where we find uh, wow, wow, wow. yeah, that's right. We've got you know Spidey. He's like you know Spidey and you know you know, Silk's about to you know doing her little thing. I, I honestly though, it looks like she's trying to eat his face. <laughs> well, it's been a long time for her. <laughs> no yeah. telling how long she's been. been about well, years. actually though, that would make sense because that's what female spiders do to their, their male mate. To their they mate and kill him. That's why they kill him. Yeah. So I mean, so it would make sense. And so she's about to kind of take off his mask. And Peter's like, you know, he basically says the same thing as he used to say to Black Cattle time. No mask stays on. And so, <laughs> but so that's what. But then Silk's like, you know, and Silk is telling him that she knows who he is. Well, this kills the mood right quick. And so Peter's like, oh no 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 no, I'm you know I can't I have people you know. Boinky me with knowing my secret identity, so he puts his mask back on, and then he's that's just, the mental cold shower that I needed. That's right, and so he's putting the mask on, and then he's like, "Oh, we're," and he's telling her, "We're not going to do anything." He goes, "Wait a minute, why were we doing something?" And so Silk thinks, <laughs> and so Silk kind of postulates and says, "Well, you know, maybe because we were bitten by the same spider, we now have this, you know, erotic connection." connection. Yeah, this a- little animal magnetism is what's literally, it's literally right. telling them to start, you know, screwing. And so, and so, she, and so he's and Spidey's like, oh, maybe we should, maybe I shouldn't have taken you out of the uh, bu- of, of Ezekiel's bunker. No, you think? And because because we do Moreland's out there, and so Silk is saying, no, 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 I'm not going back in there. The damage is already done. I spent half my life down there, and besides, Peter, 
you're the first person I've kissed in 10 years. So Peter thinks, hmm, you know, this requires some further study. Why don't we go back to my place and Google? So... <laughs> Where did that come from? By I the don't way? know, but then it was where a, is that? I don't. That, that, I, I mean, what what's some other search engines you can be an analogy for? Why don't we go Yahoo? I think that's more Bing? appropriate. Well, just, why don't we go Bing? Just, yeah, that's just be glad that he didn't tell her that she was making his uh, his pants crazy town banana pants. Oh what, gosh, what, how about we go ask Jeeves? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's another search engine? Um, Alta Yahoo. Vista. Well, Let's go Alta Vista, baby. That AOL. sounds dirty too. AOL. <laughs> Anything that we put in here is going to sound dirty. Uh, I think I love Bing would have worked a little bit better, but go ahead. Right, anyway, so Anna Maria comes back <laughs> as, as the theme of Three's Company's plane, and she finds uh, oh, both, nice, nice, and she finds Peter and uh, Cindy doing some very deep and penetrative research on the ceiling. <laughs> I think we're about to anyway, and so Lionel, Lionel Richie is playing on this. One, <laughs> yeah, and, so, and he's like, and his so Peter's like, oh wait, I can explain. This is not what it looks like. Oh yeah, it is. And so, so Syl comes down. and She says, "Back off, he's mine." And she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. My, I don't know what came over me. It's just every time I'm around Peter, I just get so moody and horny, and and so, <laughs> and so then Amory is, of course, is." Not really impressed by this, and so she's telling, kind of telling Peter, you know, you you you, you got to get dressed for an interview because we can't find Shajani Joffrey because if we remember her last issue, she got kidnapped by the uh, black cat, and right now Sajani, and, and at this moment, and unbeknownst to them, Sajani's sitting in wherever black cat is holed up, sipping some champagne and going and bad mouthing Peter about what a stupid, you know, incompetent boss he is. Um, so. Peter dresses up for the interview. Goes to not Fox News, which is where Joan is now, <laughs> which is where Joan is now working. And there's yeah. a nice little scene where he says, you know, where where he finds out that Jonah is got his own show. And Peter, like, oh, I'm happy for you, and he actually does hug him and everything like this. So that was nice. I thought that was a nice scene. I agree. Yeah, and so and so then he goes on the interview and he's talking to Natalie Lawn because. Because uh, Jonah can't conduct the interview because there's a conflict of interest there because he's you know now related to Peter and everything. And as this interview is going on, uh, Jay calls Aunt May over and says, "Hey, look, you know he's on Peter's on TV." And Aunt May's like, "Oh, I'm going to call everybody I know." And so as this interview is going on, um, because um, we have to establish that uh, anything uh, Peter can do, still can do better. She's able to get some. She's having her spider senses going off and tries to warn Peter and. Anyway, and here comes, and just before Peter can sense him, don't you know I'm Electro shows up and starts, you know. <laughs> and, so, and so he starts frying the studio, and also Black Cat is there, and her brilliant master plan here is apparently the reason why she kidnapped Sajani was so Peter can get on the TV on the air, and therefore she can hold Peter hostage, and therefore. That will draw Spider-Man out, which even Electro thinks is a stupid plan. But she says, no, we're going through with this. So then all of a sudden these web bullets are firing at him, and it turns out it's Silk. Cause, you know, and so she – and of course, because we further have to establish that anything Peter can do, Silk can do better, she's basically dodging and weaving all of Electro's um, attacks and everything. Um, this is, by the way, gives – Enough of the distraction for Spider-Man to quickly change into the Spider outfit, and he starts, you know, battling Black Cat and everything like this. And 
And of course, she's still mad at him about, oh, because you're, are you still trying to do that thing where you're, you were trying to claim you were Doc off? And so Peter's like, well, yeah, it's the truth. And so he literally um, goes up to a camera and says, you know, everybody watching at home, I, Doc Ock was in my head, by the way, which does not work because there are no microphones in uh, broadcast TV cameras, but oh well. And so Jonah hears this and he says, well, that's a load of horse hockey I've, I've ever, you know. And so as this is going on, uh, Spidey gets hit by a stray uh, bolt from Electro. And so oh, Black Cat decides, I'm going to do what you, uh, you, since you showed the world my true face, now let's show them yours. And so she grabs him in a headlock, and then Jonas sees, oh, this is my big opportunity. And so, as, and so he says, oh, we, you know, we've got a big, so Jonah's on there saying, we've got a big scoop. We're going to have to expose the secret identity of Spider-Man. And next time on Civil War, <laughs> so, yeah, so, if you want my final grade on this thing, yeah, I, yeah. I'm giving it about a D. It's not as insufferable Oof. as issue four, but, oh, man, is it just... You and Andrew both gave them Ds. You, you, oh, on the yeah. Page. Both, both of you guys did not like this oh, issue. Oh, no, both, both of them not. have given, the. I think, like, both issues, a lot, four and five Ds. Yeah, this is, it's just, yeah. It just, this is just, it's just deplorable what we've been getting with this with these two things. I mean, I mean, it's just like... I mean, I mean, aside from the fact that the black cat is just decides to just up and be a crime boss now, and then doing this whole, you know, thing. I mean, the thing with the whole thing with Silk and the, and everything else is just like, oh, you know, it just it just reinforces my my fact that I wasn't far wrong when I called her a Mary Sue and everything like this, and also that yeah, and then it just doubles down on the on the stupid with the whole oh our. Animal magnetism is literally causing us to, you know, draw other everything, and just and the other thing too is, does anyone seriously believe that that spite that 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 spite is going to be unmasked in public again next issue? No, no, no. no it's a stu- it's no. one of these stu- it's another one of these old false. But it's a class. It's a classic Spider-Man. Oh, ending. I know, but it's not like oh, it's not I, like Zilk is in, in the TV studio and couldn't just like oh, web either cover up his face or pull the can't pull him away or do something there. Right. I mean, it's yeah, it was just you know. Right. Uh, so D minus that he used. Uh, no, I give it a D. It's not a D minus. I said D. it was okay. slightly bare because probably it was slightly bearable because I did like the Jonas scene in there where he yeah. the way he was hugging him. Let's stuff. let's go around the horn for the grades. Jr. What would you give this one? C minus. Uh, George I gave it a D also. And Mr. Bailey. Yeah, C. I'll give it a B. I liked it a lot more than you guys. Oh, did. really? I'm, okay. I re- I well, don't mind tell. it. I, <laughs> the my my pros. I don't mind Spider Man getting busy. I I, I like the uh, the scene where he's on the ceiling with. Uh, and the costume falls on Anna Maria's head. I think that's very uh, soap opera-ish. That's uh, t- a l- the new lover is insulting the old lover. Well, I mean, I think yeah, it, it seems like it's a little. Bit, I mean, it, it did remind me. I almost seems like he was slot was borrowing a bit from um, you know with, with Mary Jane and Black Cat. Only yep. he's now using two different characters. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, I I also I I am I the only one that I'm, I'm not totally turned off by the Black Cat going bad. I'm it doesn't not, make any I'm, sense in this context for her, Brad. No, no. Given, <laughs> given her history with Peter Parker, it makes absolutely no sense. Well, I mean, a, a, a woman scorned is is uh, something to deal with. This is yeah, this like, isn't a woman scorned. This is a woman who is mad at someone revealing the secret identity she had that wasn't secret at all. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was all. But I mean, she's, she, she's, she's also upset that she went to jail. She has been to jail before, and it's weird because everyone in the Marvel Universe will believe the five-second explanation of Dr. Octopus was inside my body, except for Felicia. Well, no, she believes it, but she doesn't care. That's I don't think Felicia that, believes that, it. Okay, well, and it, well, the other one, the other one is also, and it, it, well, well, Mary Jane's not in this issue, but she's kind of almost reacting the same way. That was that was yeah. George's pro. Yeah, that was probably, <laughs> probably there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh. Another pro for me was uh, the Jonas hugging scene. Yeah, I Jonah like that. Thinking he's getting the exclusive. Any other pros out of this book? That gang? would that would have been my pro actually. Yeah. Anybody else? Anna Maria was in it. I enjoy it when Anna Maria is yeah. there. Anna Maria scene was very good. Jr. Any pros? Uh, the Anna Maria scene. That's about it. Yeah. Bailey. I kind of like Silk. I really do. I do too. I do too. Uh, Bailey, what, did you like her more in this issue than the last? You said you don't like the things happening happening around her. Well, it's just you know. Again, I'm 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 trying to think of this from different you know several different perspectives and trying to forget the fact that you know I was reading through the whole brand new day era with Carly Cooper, who I didn't really like as a love interest. And now we have this one, and it is a little over the top, but at the same time, I kind of like the idea of the character. So I don't know if I'm I'm liking the character or liking what the character represents, you know, as an idea of, of another person that got bit by the spider, uh, which isn't necessarily a story you should tell. But at the same time, I'm I'm you know if yeah. you're going to tell it, go you know you know attack it. And as far as uh, love interest, Spider-Man, uh, the only one I know that has had superpowers is Black Cat, and he flirted a bit with Ms. Marvel a couple times. Yeah, They, they went on a date, mm-hmm. but uh, him dating a superpower is Black Cat is the only one I can think of. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, a little bit different. or uh, I mean, he does have as much experience dating people with superpowers. Mm-hmm. Well, or I mean, having that, that, traction, etc. Well, yeah, but, but that's what's kind of so weird about this is the fact that it's, it's because that... It's because of the fact that they have both of the same power. They were both in my space power. They're, they're little. That it's little. That their their relationship is literally. Oh, it's all instinctual animal magnetism, which is like, oh, okay. That's got to. I mean, because basically, basically, what her powers are is just essentially like, you know, because of her powers, she has. You know, she gets mood swings and horny whenever she's around Peter. <laughs> which is like, yeah, that's a great way to sell this new character. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so that it makes me wonder how many times in the upcoming Spider Verse thing they're going to be in some pitch battle or next, and they're going to be like, "Well, we're in the fight of our lives, but God damn it, if we don't have to come to the side and screw right now." Well, here's the, here's the question I was wondering about is the fact that what if she starts meeting one of some of Peter's clones, like Ben, like Ben Riley or Kane? I mean, how's that going to work? <laughs> this is not going in a comfortable direction. <laughs> oh, it's not. Can you imagine? Well, I, I, so many dirty comments right now. Uh, look, any other cons? Yes. I just did pros. Let me hear some more. <laughs> yes. No, the, um, the thing that you listed as a pro, Brad, the, uh, the whole thing about Peter and, and Jonah and Peter hugging Jonah and everything, to me it had scored the absurdity. The sheer absurdity of the fact that Jonah is his stepbrother. <laughs> I mean, it really. I mean, I, I, I rolled my eyes when he, when he introduces Jonah to his new uh, uh, 
chemically or or however you want to say uh, induced erotic romance. connection. <laughs> chemical. Romance. Yeah, his new manufactured soulmate um, <laughs> yeah. that he's met for all of wow. thirty minutes. Um, and he's introducing her to Jonah, and he said, this is my ex-employer and stepbrother. And I was like, God almighty, damn. <laughs> that- well, I, I, I just thought the hug was nice because, you know, he's been gone for a year or whatever, and I just thought that's what this hug represents. Here's a guy old enough to be my dad. He's currently my stepbrother. He used to be a, a, a newspaper publisher, my ex-employer. Oh, he went to, and, he, and he used to be the mayor. Because and, he's te- and he's technically also my step-cousin, too, because he's, you know, his, his so, mom no. is my aunt, stepmom's my aunt. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. All right. Wow. So, yeah. I, you're out from that. That, that takes you out. Huh? All of, well, yeah, all yeah. of it does. I mean, I, to me, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad, you know, Silk's enjoyable for, for you and Bailey. I just look, I can't get past the character as a, as a Mary Sue, as a blunt force trauma version of a Mary Sue at this point. Right. Any other cons? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Humberto. I mean, I don't know if because I mean, I, Humberto, I thought Humberto did good here. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, it's kind of like it's always it's uh, again it's kind of a mixed thing because there's a couple of panels where it was kind of iffy where it looked like Silk Silk's uh, legs were about as, as thin as her arms at some point, yeah. and there's also there, there's a panel where you know where basically where Peter and her are on the ceiling. Check out her feet. I mean, I'm sure if you can, I mean, if you've got the Im- image in front of you, like her toes yeah. are these little, like, splay little stumpy looking things that are not, uh, like, and I mean, it's just like some, I mean, some of it is just kind of these weird body proportions. And like I said about the thing where, where she and Spidey are first kissing, where she looks like she's literally trying to eat his face. And I don't know right. what, I don't know what the, you know. The takeaway the from there is that Spectacular Might is a foot guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jr. Cons. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> oh, where does he start? Oh, okay, man, here we go. <laughs> well, the the, uh, the the idea that uh, you know Felicia basically, you know, if Spider Man doesn't show up, then Peter Parker's a dead man. You know, when does when does Felicia, th- you know, threaten to kill people? I mean, when when is she ever? I mean, she's a thief. She's not a murderer. You know, I don't know. Maybe she's just BS and, you know, because it sounds badass or, you know, but or, or she thinks it'll get Spider-Man there. But but it's just so completely stupid, the fact that, you know, she's threatening Peter Parker, and yet we all know that she used to screw this guy. I, I just, I have a hard time wrapping my head around the absurdity of all that. And uh, It doesn't make any sense at all. No, it doesn't. Look of it. No, it, it doesn't, and, and like you know, like he's really gonna, you know, they're really gonna reveal his secret identity, blah blah blah, you know, and and Silk is there, she's Silk is there to save the day, you know, isn't it just convenient? There's this great new character no one ever heard of, and she's gonna be there to mm-hmm. save the day because she is so special. See how special she is? She's saving the day. <laughs> yeah, right. So therefore, she deserves her own title, exactly, you know. Oh, Maybe she deserves her own movie from Sony. Shit, yeah, why not? <laughs> 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 Sensational Silk is a lot better character than what? No, what was that? Sounds uh, like a porno, Brad. No, she'll be called. <laughs> no, she'll be called Spider Woman. Oh, speaking, oh wait, spe- yeah. Spe- oh yeah, she is going to be in the Spider Woman. Hang book. on, hang on. Yeah, speaking right. of, in Andrew's review of this book, he actually said that you would find better writing in an Axel <laughs> Braun movie. Do you know who that is, Brad? Axel Braun. Uh, no, Axel Braun is. Axel Braun is the guy who writes and directs the Marvel porn movies. <laughs> what an insult. Oh, man. 
Well, it was, yeah, I, I read that and I was like, oh, God. So, you, so what did you think of the play, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> uh, any other cons, JR? The Felicia thing is obviously a uh, thorn in your craw. <laughs> it almost sounded like you were going to say thorn in my crotch, but. Uh, you know, <laughs> That's what he was thinking, JR. Uh, thorn in your crotch. That's a new expression. I, you know, I, I don't like Humberto Ramos's art, never did. I mean, just. You know, I can't wait for this whole particular uh, tie-in with Original Sin to be over. Yeah, uh, Mr. Bailey, any cons out of you? Uh, I, I'm not really all into the Black Cat end of this, which is kind of sad because she's a major driving force of the plot. So, I mean, I, I enjoyed my. I don't really have too many like oh oh. I guess I'm not thinking about it as hard as uh, George and, and, and Mike and, and Jr. are. I, I just <sighs> why why am I liking it? Because you like most things Marvel does. I, I guess I do. I don't know. I, I something has to be reading. Have you reading, not listened to this show as you're editing it? <laughs> no, I mean I like a lot. I mean I like. Well, if you listen to the Spider Satellites, you know I hate things. Mm-hmm. I hate the new warriors, and I hate good God the all new ultimates. Well, new, this well, well new warriors is not is not easy to love anyways, and neither is. The, I know, but <laughs> why why do I like this? I'm, I mean, I'm the I'm the lone one given higher grades than everybody. I think <laughs> well well yeah, but Brad, you've always been like that. I know I have. I mean, it's just because I love the character so much. I mean, you I really got to. Well, I mean, it's different. I mean, I mean, like I love the character. Jr. loves the character. Yeah, I know you do, right? but but, but do. I mean, at the same time, for me. I can't, and it's what Bailey said. It's like, well, I wasn't thinking about this, or I wasn't thinking about that as deeply. And a lot of new readers won't. I, you know, but I, I'm. So, but I'm not a new reader. <laughs> I, know, I know you're not a new reader, but I mean, like, yeah. like, and I don't want to speak for Jr. But I think people like me and Jr. We don't have any choice but to think about that when we see stuff like that with the black cat. We it immediately triggers us, and we're like, this is not the black cat. Well, maybe it's because I don't mind. I don't know why I don't mind her going back. I think it comes down to what you said at the beginning of, of what you said as a pro. I like them getting it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are swayed by, by big boobs. I am. By things like someone getting busy. Go back to the history of the podcast. You are. Or taking milk baths. And how about and how about costumes that make the actually the character look naked, but not really. Oh wow! It's like I'm laying on a couch and I got four doctors in the room. <laughs> My God! All right, let's end it there. Ruth would say about why you like it. What would she say? No. <laughs> Never mind. I don't even want to hear that diagnosis. That's the end of the episode. Final words on the reviews. Bailey, you got a jet before the next one. Yeah, sorry. No problem. What's final thoughts, sir? Um, I I enjoyed the books that I read this month. Um. Yeah. Some were better than others. Uh, I thought the Spider-Verse thing was really cool, and I'm kind of looking forward to that event now. 